0: right now now i was going to say okay without getting into too much stuff here uh but no this is interesting so jerry kuster is part of this uh group the habat Lubavitch group which is uh you know who they are not familiar with them no okay it's it's uh actually the largest organized body of jews now actually because before they, they they weren't really an organized body anyway it's it's complex so i won't get into it but anyway he was working deals with um Crown Prince MBS in Saudi Arabia. Obviously they were political allies and everything on a number of projects. They're also heavily invested in artificial intelligence technology together. It's not conspiracy theory like this is all open investments. It all has to do with uh, Saudi Arabia's 2030 investment fund. And there was some political maneuvering going on to try to move Saudi Arabia into a controlling position on this body that oversaw the Temple Mount. That's why I thought it was fascinating a few years ago when I started researching Searching it. And I had actually called my friend, Dan Golbach, and I said, hey, Jared's meeting with so-and-so, and this is going on with this thing. Not, and no one was writing about this from a religious perspective or a biblical perspective. It was geopolitical news. And I said, are they making moves right now to get this uh, temple locked into place? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's it's just, um, it, it's the timing. It, it, I mean, God is in control. He, he will... When the time is right, it's going. I believe that the Antichrist is on the planet right now. I believe it's just a matter of time before he's revealed. I think it's after when a lot of this globalist stuff, actually when they try to implement it, it starts to fail. That's when this guy's going to come on the scene. He's going to have answers that nobody else has. Uh, he will deceive people like crazy. He's the only one, uh, it, like the scriptures say, except for uh, you know the elect. You know, they they could, if it were possible, they could be deceived. But because if you're in the scripture, you won't be deceived. You know, you will know who this person is, and uh, and the scriptures kind of tell you his characteristics. Uh, he will not be, um, uh, he will not be of a, his own gods. If you know a follower of his own gods, he'll he, he said that. He won't have an interest in women. They're saying, well, he'll be gay no, that doesn't that's not what it means. It's just not a concern for him. He also um, the Old Testament prophecies describe him as uh, through titles, uh, the the Assyrian. The King of Babylon. Those are all Middle Eastern titles. So it's my contention that the Antichrist is going to have a Middle East background. So he's going to be very well versed in Judaism, Islam, and everything like that's going on. And in with the with the with the Pope and, and other things that are this thing, they're trying to push this Chrislam, which is an mm-hmm. amalgamation of all this stuff. I just um, It's going to be interesting. I mean, the Jewish people are wanting peace so bad that if somebody comes on the scene that's going to offer them and they're going to be able to do their their temple sacrifices again, yeah, it's going to, it it could happen very quickly.
0: Okay, okay, let me, so let me, this is interesting. So let me ask you, uh, so in in the order based on uh, scripture, what has to happen first? The temple has to be erected first? No, not
1: necessarily. Uh, it's uh everything's in place. Uh I think the way it's going to be, because the way the Muslims are today, um, it's going to have to be some the, the antichrist figure that they trust that will allow this to happen. So I think this man is going to come on the scene. If you see if you see the 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 direction of the temple starting to go up, start looking at the people around it that are involved in it. And it'll be some obscure guy that you probably don't know. And I'm going, okay, who is this guy? And he's probably the one that's making it happen.
0: No, this is fascinating. So you're thinking it has to be... Are you, are you said the temple, like, cause I'm just trying to understand this from the uh, scripture. So the temple will start to be erected or the deal or whatever it's going to end up being, it starts to come to fruition. Right. Then what occurs um, after the temple? What's the next step?
1: Okay. So there'll be uh, a good three uh, and about three and a half years of prosperity with this antichrist on the scene. Everything, the, all the world's things are going to be going good. Uh, the, the mark of the beast thing is going to start to be set up. Uh, uh, that's you won't be able to buy or sell anything without this mark. So I'm thinking it's going to be some sort of a, a visible uh, a, a, an implant because you, the the way the scripture writes, they will be able to know who has it and who doesn't. Uh, so it may be a visible mark.
0: So it, like it a, like be, a central like a central bank digital currency chip in your hand type of situation.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, those who don't receive it will, um, you can't be, the, the mark cannot be forced on you. You have to willingly take it. So, but, uh, if you do take it, you're eternally damned. You okay. So, no... so
0: yeah, let's stop there for one second. So this would be similar to, let's say, uh, the jab mandate situation that was going on here.
1: A lot now, of similarities.
0: It, No, I will say in in my personal opinion, because the way I was looking at that was if I was working for a company who said you're going to lose your job because we know this has happened to certain people unless you get it. I don't look at that as you being forced into doing it, because if you end up getting it, well, you did that at your own free will. You could have left your job. There's nothing that says you have to keep that job. But I look at for- force is when they knock on your door, drag you out of your home, pin you down on your front yard, and stick it in you. That's that would be force, correct? And
1: that would be the force. The, that's why when the scripture in Revelation says it's either in the right hand or in the forehead. I don't think it's, I think it's going to be basically, it's going to have to do with your right hand. I think when the scripture talks about being in the forehead, it's the preconception thought
0: mm-hmm. that you've decided to take the moment. Ah, okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, so you're
1: actually turning your back on the creator by doing that.
0: Right. And, and, the, and the hand thing, I, yeah, I've covered it on the show, just so people know, if you're just tuning into this show for the first time or you can listen to a few episodes, the microchip in the hand is not a conspiracy theory. There is a company out of Poland. There's a company here in the United States. They're already doing it. It's a rice uh, grain size chip and they're already pushing it for the purpose of being able to use it like an Apple Pay or use it like the tap on your credit card, the RFID chip. It's 100% real, not a conspiracy theory. You guys could go look it up. Just put hand microchip and there's companies that are already doing it. There's people here in the United States that have TikTok channels that are like, "Oh, I got my microchip man. Yeah, they're all proud of it. So it's 100% real. What's that? They all
1: need they're dunce caps but uh, the 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 other thing is is that if you study the the affordable care act there's actually i believe wording in there having to do with this uh, medical id stuff in there
0: oh okay yeah we'll take a look at that um Okay, which so, always
1: just they always name it uh, something that's oh, the complete and opposite of what it actually is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's that's that's the game they play. Uh, but now but now they're becoming I, I mean look, I've noticed that Mark over the last few years they're becoming more brazen because now they'll send out people like Yuval Noah Harari or they'll send out people like Elon Musk. They openly say it, it's just people don't wanna listen. They go, oh, I heard him on Joe Rogan, Elon Musk is cool. I'm like, the guy's talking about drilling a hole in your skull and putting a thousand wires down into your brain. What is cool about that in any way whatsoever? But uh, oh. they just send them right out there to re- reveal their methods right out in the open. Yuval Noah Harari has said, you have no spirit, you have no soul, you have no free will. Those days are over. Like, okay, uh, we don't even need the science fiction movies they use for, um, to, uh, for predictive programming. They just send their guys out there to tell you now what's going on. You know, it's
1: <laughs> so, really a saying, so... At the when the when the temple is built and then the, the antichrist comes on the scene and then at the three and a half year period, uh, he'll break the covenant with the Jews and he'll set up an image of himself in the temple, which is a complete abomination, what the scriptures call abomination of desolation. That's when the the Jewish people that are have not received their Messiah at the time and have not taken the mark will realize uh oh, we're in deep doo-doo. And that's when they'll flee, and uh, so and also with taking of the mark, Revelation also says that part of the one of the wraths that God sends is that everybody that receives the mark will receive boils all over their body. Mm-hmm. So it'd be extremely painful. So I'm sitting there thinking: so is that the body's reaction to putting something foreign into their body? Mm-hmm. Or, or changing their DNA.
0: <clears throat> so who well, no. knows? So you have, so you have the temple. Then you're going to have three and a half years of well perceived prosperity. You said correct, and yeah. and how is this interpreted? Uh, is it uh, prosperity based on people's interpretation, or is it you know peace around the world for three and a half years, like a uh, worldwide? Be,
1: it's going to be a almost a general. Uh, uh, the way the scripture describes it, it will be like a a, a piece. Uh, there will be um but it's a false piece. Okay. It's um, so it's um, when things. Uh, but ultimately, as all these things do, they start to fall apart, and I think that's when uh, uh, the antichrist is going to put start really ripping uh, into it. Uh, he 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 is actually. Uh, the only he'll be the scripture says that he'll take a shot to the head and be resurrected okay. um just like see the satan is the great copycatter so he's always trying to do whatever happened whatever Christ did he's trying to do what uh that and that that thing so there's evil and evil trinity so you got the the beast the the, the false prophet and satan
0: Okay, so you could have oh let me so so you could have for instance, let's just look at it in uh, terms of today. You could have people getting microchipped in their hand, connected up let's just say to the central bank digital currency system. Let's say it's worldwide. And let's say because this is all not far fetched. Like they I could see in 2 years from now they could literally have people lining up to get this because they they have another fake pandemic or something like that and they tell people, "Listen, Uh, go get this microchip. Otherwise, Russia's going to cyber hack you. Everybody goes and gets it. And they say, uh, just like with the stimulus checks under COVID land, they could say, listen, we're launching worldwide UBI. The bankers turn out. They love you guys. You're going to get $20,000 a month, and everything's going to be fine, right? So all of a sudden, 95% of people run and they go do this. This is not far-fetched. Like They could orchestrate this tomorrow if they wanted to. And the next thing you know, now we have three and a half years people running around spending fake money they think it's all great the stores are happy because they're collecting it the people are happy because they're buying more junk right so in their mind it's fake it's an illusion of prosperity uh orchestrated fake prosperity right so that's something realistic that could occur now you're saying what will happen is at the end of that it'll start to break down right oh yeah it, it most always
1: does. Every time, of my study on, uh, on governments and central banking and stuff like that, and centralized governments is they always deteriorate, and then it takes a forceful hand to keep it in order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's uh, it. I don't know. It's it will deteriorate. It's going to happen. It's uh, and then uh, uh, Satan at that point after the Antichrist is brought back. Uh, the only other time Satan has ever uh, possessed the body was uh, Judas Iscariot. Satan will pr- will possess the body of the Antichrist.
0: Okay, so that is like what? So what's the difference there? So you said you have the Antichrist, you have the Beast, and you have
1: Satan. Yeah, the the the, the you have the Antichrist, the false prophet, the Antichrist and Beast are kind of synonym, synonymous. Okay, and, and Satan. So that's your your uh, demonic. Uh, Uh, Trinity. So your false prophet is the one is like the religious figure that goes around telling, oh, this is the this is the one. This is the Messiah. This is the one that you got to be following and stuff like that. He is going to be uh, a a pretty religious figure. Figure a lot of people speculate it's going to be a pope. Who knows? I don't know. It okay, so this would be come. like
0: right. So this would be like a pope, you know, some big mega pastor type of person, and he's telling people to follow the Messiah, which is will be the Antichrist, right? Yeah, and, and then, which really
1: was uh, an interesting thing is that when you look at when when I was re- studying some of Walid Shubat stuff uh, through uh, their Mahdi, he says there, when you match the, uh, lay it out on compare and contrast, their Mahdi is the Bible's antichrist.
0: Oh, okay. All right. No, 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 let me ask you this. So does the antichrist have to be, I mean, the way that the, it comes from scripture, does this figure have, so this comes to us in the form of a man, right? Mm-hmm. The okay, yeah. so the pro- it's, it's, the, fa- the false prophet will come to us in the figure of a, of a man. The antichrist will come to us in the figure of a man, and then you said at some point Satan will fill the body possess, of the antichrist.
1: He will possess the antichrist just like he did with uh, Judas Iscariot before uh, he uh, uh, turned uh, uh, turned his uh, uh,
0: traitorous to Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> so now. So, does the Antichrist, the way that you read it in the Bible, um, does it? Ha- does everyone in the world have to be aware of this person, of this figure, understand this person, or how does that work? I I think so.
1: I do know that in Scripture says that not everybody will follow the Antichrist, the and and the Antichrist will make war against those nations that don't follow him.
0: Okay. So, no, no, so cuz the reason the reason why I'm asking is I'm just trying to look at it in now look with the advent of technology we don't know what the world will look like even 3 years from now. But I'm just saying you you take the pope for instance now when I was a kid and I wasn't Catholic but pretty much every the Pope was known worldwide. Probably probably 80% of the world knew who the Pope was. Now, because you're talking about us being isolated, right, because of the Internet and everything, people, they know who uh, Kim Kardashian's, uh, you know, third boyfriend is, but they don't know who the Pope is anymore. So the, things would have to change sort of culturally or through media or entertainment uh, for there to be a figure, that even has the opportunity to be known by a wide range of people because it would have to be shoved in front of their face, right?
1: Well, the, the, the one thing about the Antichrist that's going to be is that he's going to be the problem solver, right? He's going to have answers for the, the world's woes right now. And, and I'm afraid it's going to get even worse than what it is. So, that, so it's going to that make this person come on the scene more palatable to other people around the world because people are just going to get so tired of the chaos
0: Okay, so, so does does the antichrist does the antichrist come as in the form of a religious figure, or or the or just the false prophet comes? He'll be more right?
1: of a political person.
0: Okay, so so, so he would rise. <laughs> yeah so, like it's a, like it's not it's obvious it's not elon musk but it would it would come in the form of someone like musk you know all of a sudden they promote him he rises to the surface and he says you know i can cure climate change through this new fan that i have and i can do this he's like a magician basically yeah yeah so that's that's going to be
1: uh <laughs> what is that old uh, chinese proffer may you live in interesting times
0: I, we are there. <laughs> oh, we are. I, I mean, I, find, I look, there's a lot of strange stuff that has happened since I was uh, born. <laughs> it's a very short period of time, folks. And, um, I mean, I'll just be honest. I never thought I was going to live through a time where parents were bringing their son in to have his penis cut off. I mean, seriously, like that's how messed up things are. Because it, can it get any crazier than that? Yeah, I think so. But that's pretty damn crazy that we live in did these you, times.
1: Did you hear about what they're doing up in Washington State? They're making it the legal for minors. They're calling them adult minors, which is an oxymoron. But they—they're uh, saying that these kids could have assisted suicide without the consent of their parents.
0: Are you serious? Assisted suicide? Oh, we got—I got to look into this. Assisted suicide for a quote-unquote adult minor. <laughs> I, you know, it's crazy because I, I on another podcast yeah. I used to be on years ago, probably five years ago, I used to joke about it. I'd call, I'd say, one day we're going to have post-birth abortion, and you as the parent were going to be allowed to kill your kid up until they're 18 years old if you decide you don't like them, you know? Yeah. We're close, folks. We're close. I mean, this yeah, is... Yeah, we're, we're so close, It's crazy. But see, these are all the things, Mark, when you look at these things individually, because... Uh, it, it, I understand for people, they, they start chasing these, they're banging their head against the wall. It's like running around trying to put out fires. I just look at these as a collection of everything that's because you're not going to stop any one of these things from happening. But it goes to show you how sick, you know, hmm. how, how much society has decayed that you and I, two halfway normal people, even have to sit here and talk about this stuff. They're like, this is actually going on uh and we think that uh (laughs) what's that bible
1: just calls it evil
0: (laughs) yeah it's evil yeah you're right and i uh, mean the
1: thing is a lot of people saying, oh well this all happened all of a sudden i'm going oh no this has been going on for over a hundred plus years they've Mm. been the, the from I mean, they even tried socialism in the beginning of our nation. People don't even realize that with Plymouth Plantation, William Bradford wrote the book on that and showed how socialism or collectivism failed. They almost all died because of it, and uh, and then you got, then you get up to the Civil War, and you have uh, before that you had the uh, people of Europe. And might know this is called the uh, the ers Uh, they were the people that followed Marx, and they were trying to overthrow all the monarchies in Europe. Well, they failed. The ones that weren't killed or jailed, you know where they ended up? In the United States. And where did they end up there? In our newspapers and the, the, the Union Army as our generals.
0: And if you want to read something that really blew your mind, read this. Uh, move that over a le- Oh, there we go. What is that one? Oh, red Republicans. Oh yeah. Man. Marxism so, in the civil war. Red
1: Republicans.
0: How is, how, how is and, that book? It's good.
1: And it's uh, written by, um, uh, Walter D. Kennedy and Al Benson Jr. And they document it. Everything is footnoted, everything like that. And when you had Lincoln's, uh, uh, Under Secretary of War Charles S. Dana, who is a personal friend and
0: pen pal of Karl Marx, I'm just going something very wrong. <laughs> I know, I know, and Lincoln is a because uh, there's so much fiction surrounding mm-hmm. uh, Lincoln. And what has happened over the years? I mean, just when you're in politics and you're you're not really like woke to all this stuff, Lincoln was a great character to use if you're running in Republican politics because you can play off the the um, propaganda and you go, "Oh, come on, yeah, we freed the slaves." The party of the ref- <laughs> I mean, it's just People it's don't crazy. even
1: realize that the Emancipation Proclamation only freed the slaves in the South. Don't realize that there were slaves in the North and they were still mm-hmm. under slavery.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that was interesting. You just brought up was it Bradford, in uh, you know back in the founding of our country with socialism. That was Bradford. the stuff where they basically they were taking big swaths of land, breaking it up, right, and then giving people plots. And then what they were finding was uh, uh, there were people that were coming, basically uh, in simple terms, coming and eating like the vegetables and stuff, but they weren't actually growing anything over in their part that they were supposed to take care of.
1: Yep, that's right. And if you, yeah, also another part of it, like uh, how evil central banks are, is that uh, Andrew Jackson uh, was uh, almost assassinated over it because he was the only president in our history that canceled out the central bank.
0: Yeah, he canceled out this, was it the second iteration, right, of the central bank, and he paid yep. off the nation's debt. Yep. Uh, and, and, he, so- uh, and he almost killed him for over it. And, that's uh, so. that's why Mark I'll tell you this Donald Trump when he won the presidency his first interview out of the White House was with Sean Hannity I remember Sean mm-hmm. Hannity was walking around the Oval Office with him and Trump had this huge portrait of the bust of like uh, Andrew Jackson hanging above the, the resolute desk and then back on the shelf behind the desk he had a statue of Jackson on a horse and I was mm-hmm. saying to myself back then this was just me and I said you know what i don't know I'll, maybe this guy he's gonna take it to the federal reserve maybe i and this might have and he said to hannity no this has to do with the fact that i had a tough campaign with hillary and jackson had a tough campaign and i said no i think that's a signal well in the end he did nothing to go at the federal reserve but it was a it was a good wish that i had i was yeah. just wondering i'm like is this a signal to this but it wasn't
1: yeah, it's and it goes uh, even to uh, when you look at FDR, who brought in—he was the one that put in the 501c3 system to get the churches en- into the government control. So, to me, I always tell churches: if you're a Bible-believing church, pay your taxes, preach the word of God.
0: Yeah, FDR did a lot of horrible stuff. I mean. I- I mean, if you talk about a B system, I mean, what was the beginning of tagging everyone in this country? I mean, the beginning of it was a social security number that came under FDR. The New Deal, I've tied in a lot of the founders of technocracy directly to guys that were working on the new deal and elements of the new deal ushered in parts of the technocracy it's just it all connects together when you when you break it apart it's sort of the hidden history of where we are today <laughs> You know,
1: there's another book out there called ibm and the holocaust it, it details because this one guy who was the author of it he saw in the holocaust museum uh uh, a machine of the the, the, the the punch card machine that the Nazis were using to, uh, to do their census on everybody It was an IBM machine and uh, so it, it shows how uh, a lot of the uh, American corporations were uh, helping out the Nazis do their evil
0: and it's- well you want you want to hear something crazy that I found Mark So IBM had an office uh, they were doing a lot of that work there out of Columbia University. At the same time, FDR's brain trust that he was working with while he was governor of New York, working on elements of what would later become the New Deal, operating on a Columbia University in the same building. And then technocracy, uh, Howard Scott, and that crew that created what was later Technocracy Incorporated that came out of, uh, it was like founded in 1933, but Howard Scott was working on this stuff going back to the 20s out of Columbia University. All of these guys were operating there uh, together. There's a bunch of other nefarious characters that came out of Columbia University, but I, I was connecting in the IBM uh, element on that. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy. So, I mean, and you had told me that you had studied Uh, A lot of stuff related to World War II and the Nazis as well, right? We didn't get into that on the phone, but any interesting stuff you want to share?